Alright guys, welcome back to another installment, uh, episode 4 of MMA Casuals. I'm your host Nick Woodley, joined of course by my more than Irish counterpart Steve Mulally, my co-host. Steve, Friday evening, what's the mood? How are we feeling? I'm fantastic mate. I've got a cup of icy coconut water, chilled out on my screens in front of me, ready to go. An absolutely amazing card coming up on the weekend. Our main man Izzy is fighting a few other New Zealand boys as well, so yeah, very excited mate. Absolutely, City, City, City Kickboxing taking the reins on this one. Um, Blood yes, Diamonds sir. debut, Olberg on the prelims, um, and then obviously big Adesonia um, in the main event. But no, I'm doing well, doing well. Um, don't quite have the luxury of a coconut water. Um, <laughs> but looking forward to um, to this weekend's card, and then obviously next weekend for UFC 271. So keen to kick down the door ask you some uh, intrusive questions make fun of your accent and get your casual opinion of course on um some of the fights but before we kick into it just before we do tear it up who have you got this weekend in, Str- in uh, strickland versus hermanson uh, yeah good question um have to be strickland to be honest like i, I am be. very very fond of hermanson like i, I just think he's a, he's a likable dude but he also he's pretty much all around it but <laughs> Strickland just has the chat. He's got fucking the grit. Um, he's entertaining as well. Um, he just he know the way he talks to people as he's fighting them or like yeah, yaps yeah. at them. Yeah. Um, I love that because it's just it's a different different type of fighting. He he gets people thinking like fighting style, but then in their head as well. So yeah, it's just entertainment. It's and like it, watching a movie and and a fight. <laughs> it's got to be so distracting. Imagine if you're fighting someone and they're telling you that you're not hitting them hard enough. I'd be like. What what the fuck else do I have to do to put this guy away? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe Hermanson gets off a little bit easier because English isn't his first language. But um, he's an absolute vet. His wrestling is fantastic. He did he did battle pretty hard with COVID, I know. Um, but mm-hmm. he he looked he looked good in his last fight. So yeah, I think it'll go go the distance. And I, I'm I've got a, a gut feeling that Strickland gets it done by decision. Um, and then maybe he can fight the winner of um, next weekend's. Brunson and Cannonier for the number one contender spot, um, but also happy with you know Derek or Cannonier getting a, a shot with Izzy. Mm, I've just had a bit of a bit of a, a mind blew myself there with a thought. Um, imagine Strickland fighting Kevin Holland. Jeez, yeah, that's actually not a bad fight. The way both of them y- yap off yeah. at each other, Man, yeah. imagine that would be fucking gold. Mate, I think they were kicking off at each other in the um, UFC <laughs> Performance Institute, Institute this week. I saw it somewhere on social media. Oh, no way. Yeah, and Holland was calling him out like, let's go upstairs and get in the octagon. And Sean Strickland's like, fuck that. Let's just get out in the car park, mate, and settle it like men. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Fuck. I think, isn't, um, isn't Holland dropping down to, to welterweight to 170 from 185? Oh, I'm unsure actually. That would yeah. be an interesting move for him, though. Yeah, because he's quite a he's quite a small middleweight, um, mm-hmm. and he has had a pretty tough run with some of the fights that he's had. But anyway, we're definitely going down a rabbit hole that we might not be able to come back from. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> short and sharp. You do you agree with Strickland' decision this weekend over Hermanson, or do you think he's going to knock him out? I know that um, Cannonier had a pretty savage knockout over Hermanson. Yeah, no, I, I reckon it'll be a decision. Because um, it, it, is it five rounds main fight, yeah? Yeah, yeah, main five card, rounds. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, but I'd still stick with decision. I, yeah. I reckon that Strickland will just kind of toy with him. And yeah. I think Hermanson will hold out, but yeah, decision. 
absolutely and again i won't sort of go into it too much but yeah big fan of of strickland's boxing style it's kind of dirty and one-dimensional but you know he, he sort of does the max holloway where he just pieces you up round after round after round until you either give up or get knocked out yeah. so big fan just of that fight rel- relentless anyway <laughs> this, is, this, is how the, this is how the conversations usually go we'll start on one thing and end up talking about a fight that happened 10 years ago bj penn versus <laughs> you know for the belt yeah. or something like uh but ufc 271 toyota center in houston big d lewis's um backyard but again look the, some of these some of these prelims and, and fights to watch you got king casey o'neill she's got a great fight against roxanne modafferi um william knight's fighting as well he's he's probably one of my favorite fighters to watch he's literally um 205 on the dot but three percent body fat the guy's an absolute unit <laughs> um he's fighting maxim grishin uh, alex perez and matt schnell that's going to be a war as well um obviously your man uh, city kickboxing zone carlos Jorberg looking to get back into the w column um, against fabio charant and then mike blood diamond welcome to the ufc he's picked a pretty big draw against jemiah wells uh, Jeremiah Wells, but he's he's extremely flashy to watch, and and from his tie fights that I've seen, nothing but impre- impressed, nothing but impressed, and and he's definitely you know going to be one of contenders to watch at one seventy coming up. But what's your sort of what's one of the fights that you're looking forward to most? Oh, out of out of all the cards, yeah, just on the card in general. Ooh. Oh, see, this probably will be well. I'm. This is the four podcast, so I, I I'm full of <laughs> unpopular opinions. But um, <laughs> I really think that like obviously there's plenty of good fights here, but the one that I think is maybe going to be a dark horse and that will surprise everybody will be the the Kyler Phillips. Oh mate, and Marcelo Rojo. I think that is just going to be. It's going to be like um, who was it? Figueredo and Moreno. Yeah. It's going to be like one of them kind of fights. Just yeah. fucking war. And, so and, I'm I'm just. Oh, go ahead, sir. No, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I completely agree with you, um, which is rare. But that, that <laughs> Kyler Phillips is just amazing to watch. He's coming off a, a bit of a robbery with that loss to um, Julian Piva. Mm-hmm. I, def- I think I, I scored that differently, but I'm not a judge for the UFC. Um, against someone who's, you know, that Marcelo Rojo, his opponent, he lost. He got knocked out in his UFC debuts. There's going to be a lot of nerves there. But uh, again, like yeah. both of those guys, I did watch some of Marcelo's highlights um, in his UFC debut against, I forget the gentleman's name, um, Charles Jordan maybe, but yeah, impressed, but just gassed out in the last sort of minute and a half and unfortunately got knocked out. But Kyler Phillips, yeah, a lot of hype around that guy. Um, definitely going to be one of the fights, you know, definitely has the potential to be a really potent fight and be a performance of the night, if not fight of the night. But, but, don't count out what? our Shui from Tai Tuivasa <laughs> after oh, yes. clapping Derek Lewis in the first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's definitely that. If that fight goes the distance, mate, I'll tell you what. You can drive my. You can have my car. <laughs> oh, I don't think there's any man, woman, dog, anyone in the world that would bet on that. To be honest, like that's there's no way that's going the distance. Hundred percent. Stranger things have happened though. Uh, Penny is now mm. the the belt holder after defeating Nunes. So. Still, still doesn't feel right. Hundred percent. Just. <laughs> but hey, she, that's she okay. Square, I that's it. She did. She did. All right. So UFC 271. Let's just do a quick run through of um, the main card. Obviously, don't want to take up too much of our listeners' time and stuff. But um, 
Starting off the night, we've got a, a lightweight bout between Bobby Green and Nazrat Hakparast. Uh, and then we move into Kyla Phillips versus Marcella Rojo. Jared Cannonier versus Derek Brunson, extremely hard pick. Uh, Derek the Black Beast Lewis and Tai Tuivasa. And then on to Israel Adesanya and Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker. I think this, it's a perfect, it's a perfect card and a good transition between divisions. You know, you've got lightweight, you've got bantamweight, you've got middleweight, you've got heavyweight, um, and then the main event at obviously middleweight as well. But what are you thinking? Do you feel any upsets? Do you think the belt's going to change hands? Have you got any sort of weird predictions or or upsets that you think are going to happen? The belt is not changing hands, mate. Like, <laughs> I think, I honestly think Whitaker will give a better account of himself, um, which wouldn't be too hard. Um, I think he just got far, he got drawn into Adesanya's games the last time, but um, he's still drawn in this time, but just not as much. I think he'll be a little bit more standoffish, mm. and I reckon he will try some takedowns, but Adesanya's just a different class. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's one of them where, we're we're extremely blessed to be living through it. That's um, right. And um, when our kids or our kids' kids are like, "Oh, was he any good?" You'd be like, "Shoot your mouth! <laughs> he he was the man." And then you know we'd be speaking to him like you know in terms of the way I know you know my father maybe speak about Ali and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, Jake Ali just, Ali in his little... prime, Tyson in his prime, Sugar Ray Leonard mm-hmm. in his prime. You know, and a lot of these other UFC fighters before you know before the. He, first really pick before the UFC really started picking up speed but there's some superstars that you can sort of compare them to Anderson Silva yeah you know and his prime was probably the most comparable um and he's he's a good he's exactly what you want from a champion right he doesn't go out there and and misrepresent the sport he's a positive icon for New Zealand and um, Nigeria you know where he comes from, he's yeah. very proud of his heritage, and he's not out doing stupid shit, you know, beating up old men in a bar or throwing <laughs> gross, you know, grocery trolleys or whatever it was through a bus window at Khabib's manager. Like, jeez, you know, he's he's though he does do a little bit of shit, and he does sort of have that naughty streak to him, you know, teabagging Costa and grabbing Vittori's ass cheek. <laughs> it's, it's what you want to see from a champion, and and I think he's yeah. you know, when it comes to everything he's accomplished in the sport I, don't, I definitely don't think it's stopping here um, and I feel like he's elevated his game a lot more than Whitaker has although I've been impressed with Whitaker's last few performances um, don't get me wrong he definitely looked impressive against Till and Cannonier and um, and Gasolim especially but uh, yeah no I agree with you mate uh, that belt yeah. is, oh. is probably not going to be changing hands no definitely not mate like I watched um something very interesting there a while ago was um dan hardy mm. he did like um just like a segment on adesanya and how when he switches stances oh just literally just literally no difference it's flawless it's, it's like he is the exact same yeah um either way um that and it's just it, it's it's quite mad to watch and like i kind of knew it but not in that much detail until i really sat and thought about it yeah um she's just he's on a different class and i think it's one of them ones where people growing up now like kids and stuff will see that and then in the future um people will start fighting exactly they don't aim to be like him pretty much because it's just a a new style in my opinion yeah and there's no one else who does it like (laughs) (laughs) you're fucking casual 
um, and there's no one really else like him in that division, right? Like he's he's starting to go two and zero on some of these guys. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, Usman, you know, he has started doing the same thing as well. Um, but he's got a few fights to go before he looks in the same fashion as Adesanya. Yeah. So. Anyway, let's That's rip into it. Man. Sorry, man. Go, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, no, I was only going... We're going into that rabbit hole again, mate, so... <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, let's go. Let's kick it off from the top, then. We'll, we'll work our way down. All right, all right. So let's go into the first fight on the main card. Uh, we've got the King, Bobby Green, um, against Nazrat Hakparast at lightweight. Um, and what else can I say except this has the potential to be an extremely technical bout um i've loved bobby green's last couple of fights he's you know he had he was had a tough loss against Thiago moises which you know could have gone either way and then rafael Fazeev, um he definitely proved that he had the bigger gas tank at the end of that fight and came out better off but still got the loss um and in the way he just knocked out ally quinta within half a round holy shit i don't think anyone was expecting that um you know, Ally Quinta's a, a guru of the sport, but you, you at least saw it maybe going to decision. If not, Ally Quinta maybe sparking a good a good punch or kick or something. But yeah, big fan of Bobby Green. Um, TAB scores this one in Bobby Green's favor, so he definitely is the favorite coming into this one against Nazrat. Nazrat, you know, coming off a tough loss against Dan Hooker, um, definitely showed some potentially, you know, a potential evolution in his game from his earlier fights that I've seen. Um, but Dan Hooker was just too much for him on the night, and I sort of see it um, coming down to the wire. And this one, I don't see Bobby Green putting Nazrat away, but um, I'm probably going with Bobby Green decision on this one. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'd be very similar to what you said yourself, mate. Um, I think in relation to Bobby Green, um, you said he was what, 36 or 37? I think um, 37, yeah. That's that's crazy because um, when he fought the Fazio fella, that he is a beast. Like, oh yeah. To go to go the rounds with him. And like, still look reasonably decent at the end. Like yeah. that's fucking, that's amazing. You know what I mean? That's like, you know, fair play to him. Um, in relation to Nazrat, um, I have a little bit of a soft spot for him. I think maybe because Hooker just beat him and <laughs> kind of the personal issues and stuff that he's had. But yeah, I, I think he's he'll be one for the future for sure. But I think that this one, I think it will just it will go the distance for sure. Um, and I think Bobby will just have a bit too much form in the stand up. Um, he just get more significant strikes. Um. And just basically taking on decision. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, unless Nazra does really get on a, a good roll, like when he's built up some steam and he's punching and he's moving forward and he's sort of moving his head and putting his punches together in combinations. I mean, he's quite aggressive, and he's definitely he's he's he definitely belongs in the UFC. Like he is quite a technical striker, um, and a southpaw could give Bobby a little bit of trouble. Um, although I think Bobby fights switch, um, but if if Nazra connects, man, he's definitely the stronger puncher of the two um but he's he's got to go first and he's he's gonna have to absorb some shots to get past bobby green bobby green's definitely a volume fighter you know that cardio's through the roof he fights well when he moves backwards as well which is something that you know Quinta obviously learned (laughs) Um, but if that's anything for nazrat's camp i think he's gonna have to be a little bit patient maybe use that first round as a feeling out um, and then perhaps come in guns blazing in the second round and, and try and catch Bobby on the on the front on the, on the back foot. But I mean, Bobby's just twenty eight and twelve. Man, he's he's a veteran. He's he's experienced. He's fought some pretty big names and had some pretty good victories and tough losses. But 
he can also i feel like he can go anywhere like if it goes to the ground all good bobby's there he can do a bit of wrestling he's got a bit of jujitsu um and a bit of grappling with him if it's stand up which you know it's probably going to be um then you might see him even spark Nazareth with a good shot with a counter punch or something um yeah because Nazareth has a um I think it's it. He's so right? So he throws like a really weird kind of like an overhand left, but he loops it. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like it's really, really weird, and I don't know. I just can't see him. Like I think he kind of telegraphs. I just can't see him getting close enough to kind of yeah. trouble Bobby Green. I think Bobby will just kind of just you know the way he he fights with his hands down. Yeah. Um. I think he he just keep he just keep tapping away, tapping away. Um, I, I just think he he will definitely get the better of him in that sense. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he hasn't Nazra. I mean, funny enough, you this he's you, I feel like I've only heard about this kid in like the last eighteen months or so. But yeah. he that moving forward thing, maybe Bobby could knock him out. You know, he, he Nazra did get clean knocked out by Drew Dober, and mm-hmm. about I think it was like within the first two minutes of the first round, and and Drew Dober was a big under. Um, uh, big underdog, yeah. No one expected Drew to win that fight. Um, and he ended up knocking him out clean. That was one of Drew's earlier fights. But, yeah, I mean, you, you could definitely see the same thing happening. But I don't see Bobby getting clipped. Um, and I don't see Nazrat having a better gas tank than Bobby. So I'm pretty pretty safe. And, and I've put this one in my multi. Definitely got green by decision. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Any yeah, final... Any, you, you, Go give ahead. us a run to your, your multi at the end as well I'd like that please so I can um, I can decide if I'm going to yeah, match you yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely alright so going up to bantamweight um, obviously this this fight holy shit I mean any any time that Kyler Phillips is on a card let alone a main card um, you're going to want to watch this but against Marcelo Rojo uh, from mm-hmm. Argentina um, who's obviously done the laps of the, the sort of South American circuit before coming into the to the UFC. Um, yeah, how do you see this one going? He's coming off a pretty pretty tough UFC debut, getting knocked out with 30 seconds to go in the last round, but um, drawing Charles Jourdain on your UFC debut is never, never going to end really well for anybody. Um, and it was a bit of a <laughs> firefight, but you know, where do you see this one? Is this sort of going to be a stand-up back and forth for Kyler? to sort of walk away with this one or do you think he's going to potentially knock Marcelo out or what are your thoughts yeah I think this, as I said previously mate, this this is definitely going to be fight of the night this is going to be just from start to finish whether it's one minute or ten minutes it's going to be an absolute war um, I, I think with Rose though I think he you know obviously he's had plenty of fights before but you know I think maybe he got a bit excited towards the end of the third round mm. you know first fight in the UFC maybe just kind of went in a bit too much mm-hmm. um but I'm, I'm sure he would have learned from him. as you said previously he's got plenty of experience um so yeah he definitely would have learned from it but with kyler mate oh that man he's just <laughs> he's just he's just so exciting and he's so quick as well yeah it's just like he just pops in and all of a sudden he's thrown one two three four one two one two and it's just yeah it's 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 un- unreal and like you look who, who, like, who did he f- um beat that time that young Yedong wasn't it? Oh, Song Yedong, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that's that, that's no easy feat because yeah. I know that guy's only twenty four, twenty five, but still he's like he's extremely talented. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the fact that he lost against Pavia, I, I don't know what that was about. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, if I'm if I'm Kyla Phillips, I don't take that as a loss. Everybody sort of, I think the feeling was is that, 
Kyler was a little bit robbed there, but it humbles you, right? Like it sort of makes you yeah. evaluate your game and go, right, well, maybe I'm going to come into my next fight and try and not leave it to the judges, you know? And I think that yeah. this has the potential, like you said, to be a really fun fight. I think these guys, Marcelo is quite big for the weight that they're fighting at, but um, it definitely has the potential to be over within the first two and a half minutes of that first round. It's sort of yeah. whether who connects first and who has a better chin on the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kyler, I feel like I'm sucking this guy off, but Jesus Christ, man, like yeah. <laughs> he's, he's very, um, he's an unpredictable fighter and he, he sort of flows really well and he sort of pieces his combinations together. Like he'll go like body and then like an overhand left hook or something to sort of come at you and do like all these kind of flary moves and spinning kicks and spinning shots and, and then he'll throw in a takedown as well and attempt a couple of submissions. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I'm lo- really looking forward to this fight. The leg kicks as yeah, well. Yeah. You just don't know what you're getting with him. That's, that's the thing. It's like, do you know, he kind of fights, I would say, like Adesanya. He's got so much money tools yeah. that, like, you know, you can't be like, right, if you're going to fight this guy, you're like, okay, let, let me think. I know he's going to do these five moves. You, yeah. can't, you can't do that, this fella, because he has, like, 500. Yeah. He could do absolutely anything to you. So, you know, if, if Marcelo does beat him um fair play to him that'll be a, a big one to mm. you know get in but if he doesn't that's two losses so he he has something to fight for he needs to get the, the w but yeah yeah um if i had to pick between the two it's easy it's higher <laughs> all the way um and as i said fight of the night man this is going to be absolute fire yeah so you think it's going to go the distance or oh question um yeah I, I reckon i reckon three rounds i reckon it will i reckon marcelo will won't be as as eager to jump straight in, um, yeah. but I think it'll be a little bit more calculated or maybe a little bit more kind of stand backish. You reckon? Um, yeah, but I, I think Kylo will just have a bit too much for him. Like, yeah, too many, too many, a different array of shots. Yeah. And just, yeah, throw, throw too much. But what about yourself? You, you don't sound convinced. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like, it's the reason I think it's such a fun fight is because these, these guys are both such creative, unpredictable strikers. Like, mm-hmm. Marcelo has started historically from the. I've only watched two fights, bear in mind, but both of those fights, he started really, really quickly in the first round. Um, he just sort yeah. of marched forward um, and tried to piece his shots together with big combos and big haymakers and stuff, which, I mean, when you're a, when you're a bantamweight, you can sort of do because your gas tank's not affected so much by how much you weigh. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy has good leg kicks, uh, good combos when he's piecing them together. One thing I will sort of make a note of he, he in his fights he's had four losses to submissions um and kyler kyler phillips is a brown belt so I, I can see sort of kyler attacking the body and and then sort of getting him to the ground somehow and subbing him out um that's interesting actually i didn't know he he had four um submission losses that that's definitely i could oh man is that in your multi <laughs> yeah yeah i've got um kyler, oh, kyler phillips by submission so i mean it, look that's that is, is a quite a big Becks, I don't even know if, if Kylo really has any wins by submission. Definitely not in the UFC, obviously, but... Um, oh, he's got a calf slicer in the cage. Oh, yeah, CXF4. Calf slicer, that's a nasty submission. Um, but, it, look, I, yeah, not, I'm not super confident with it, but given that Marcelo's been choked out or, or tapped to four submissions, four out of seven losses to submission, that would... If I was Kylo Phillips, you know, I'd be drilling... 
a bit of that. You know, he's obviously quite well-rounded anyway, and a, a brown belt's no, not not something that's easy to achieve. But yeah, could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, look, Mark Marcelo has been KO'd by body shot as well, um, <laughs> and one of the fights that I watched. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's a really interesting fight. It's definitely going to be a fun fight. And um, again, we've said it probably six or seven times, but it has the potential to be a bonus performance of the night or um, even fight of the night. Yeah, I reckon 50 grand has gone away, but 100% Kyler. You said Kyler as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, unless Marcelo can clip him within like the first, in that first barrage before Kyler sort of gets to warm up and that, but I think Kyler's fight IQ is quite, you know, for the all the fights that he sort of has had and that I've seen his adapts and his can definitely move, you know. So, I don't see Look it going. That, huh? Fucking two fights we've agreed on both of them. That, just, that hasn't <laughs> happened yet, has it? Okay, yeah. Enough. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna say that you you thinking the KO is going to happen is, is disagreeing with me, you know. But no, I, I still think the, the decision, man. I think the decision oh, you think is going to go. go the whole way? Shit, okay. Yeah. Oh. Full distance, Kyler Phillips. Right. Unanimous. You, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd you'd hate to see him. You'd hate to see him lose to another bad decision, though. Oh yeah, the, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, you know, I think it's pretty evident that we both are very very fond of Kyler. Um, <laughs> but I will definitely be sad that, like when Rosal loses because you know it's two fucking seriously hard fights to start off. Yeah. But yeah. hey, th- isn't that what he's there for? Like fucking hell, do you, do you want hard fights or do you want easy fights? So yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's not complaining. Exactly. All right. Um, phew, next one. Jesus Christ. Pick him. Uh, this one, I feel like we're going to disagree on a little bit, but again, it's a, a bit of a coin flip and there's definitely good arguments for each side, but um, Jared Cannonier with my, what might be the best nickname or fight name in the UFC, uh, <laughs> the Killer Gorilla, against Derek uh, Brunson or Blonde Brunson. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, fuck. Blonde Brunson's on a bit of, on a bit of a bit of a bit of a tear, mate. He's he's five and zero as Blonde Brunson in his last five yeah. fights, you know. It's <laughs> a kind of gypsy Hindu shit going on there, man. Oh, mate, it's, it's <laughs> weird. Shout out to all the uh, the Hindu gypsies watching uh, around the world. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, but do you see? Do you, I mean, fuck. Even just. Looking at this one in my in my book here, I've got a lot of stuff, but it's just that striker versus grappler, you know. Um, mm-hmm. As as well rounded as Cannonier is, he's definitely more of a striker than he is anything else. But do you see Cannonier sort of walking him down? It's only a three round fight. That's the thing that gets me. Um, or do you think Derek's going to be able to wrestle his way to the dub? I I, I think Derek Derek would be stupid not to use his wrestling. Um, oh, of course. And the fact that it is a three round fight, like that's kind of. You know, if he can sink a takedown, take him around, then, you know, Cannonier's going to have to come out and be a little bit rootless because he's not going to try for takedowns, you know, unless he's rocked, which I also don't see happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, Brunson, basically, since he's lost to Izzy, he's just been fucking on fire, hasn't he? He's just... It's and, like it revitalised him. Like, and it's, 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 so, it's quite mad. It's crazy because the same thing happened to Whitaker, right? Yeah, 100%. And, and, and Vittori, like... These guys, once they lose to Izzy, they're like, right, I have to have another <laughs> fucking shot at this guy. Yeah. And and respect to all of these guys, they're not fighting... I mean, sadly, they're obviously not Gastelum, but, um, you know, these guys, for Vittori, Brunson, and Canada, they're, they're fighting good fights, like, big fights. Mm-hmm. 
Cannonier, what? His last fight was against Gastelum, which he looked good. Before that, he unfortunately lost to Whitaker decision. Um, he knocked out Hermanson in a, within like one round. Um, he <laughs> beat Anderson Silva with a leg kick. Um, and that's that was his middleweight debut. So And then Derek Brunson's the same. Like, sub choked out Darren Till. Got a good decision over Kevin Holland. Knocked out Edmund Shabazin. Um and a couple of others to top off that five win streak. But yeah, tell me more. I'm interested to to sort of see you. So you obviously think it's going to go the distance or? Oh, man, see, the, 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 literally the next three fights, um, I couldn't pick. So I just thought I'd wait until we start talking about it and then hopefully yeah. something would come and kind of spring it. Yeah. Um, with, well, sorry, sorry, that, that, that's it, incorrect. The last fight, obviously, was Adesanya. That's <laughs> set in stone. So, sorry, the second last two. Well, have um, I got, so a, have I got an opinion for you? <laughs> Whoa. No, 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 I'm not even going to joke Pause about the it. podcast, we need yeah. to have a chat. All right, I'm out of here. Yeah, look, I'm definitely swaying towards Cannonier in this mm. one. Um, I don't know, I'm, I just think that there will be more opportunities for him to hit Derek Brunson with a good shot. Hmm. Um, I think like Izzy was able to knock Brunson down. Um, he fucking toyed it like it was easy. Yeah. Um, and I think I think Jared has like big power, which I'm not sure Brunson will have really hit. Like, has he fought anyone you reckon yourself that has Cannoneer's kind of power? Like, I don't yeah, really think so from looking at it. Yeah, like Tillers, I suppose, got a bit of power, but yeah, but Till oh, Till didn't land a clean shot, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, no, the, the last time he got knocked out was Adesanya. And then mm. before that, it was a long, a bit of a layoff, like a, almost a year or so. Um, but then Souza kicked him in the head <laughs> yeah. and, and knocked him out. Um, but he got knocked, he's been KO'd by Whitaker as well, Brunson has. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's definitely potential, but I don't see Cannonier as sharp as, well, obviously not Adesanya, but. Even mm-hmm. Whitaker, I don't think he's up there with those kind of elite strikers, um, and I think that yeah. he's he's going to get frustrated with Brunson. I think if Cannonier can't get him out of there in like in the first round, or he spends too long on the ground, he's going to get in his own head, and um, it's just going to make the fight so hard for him. Like I like mm-hmm. I like Cannonier more than I like Brunson, like as a as a person, and he's very humble, um, and he does yeah. seem to have a strong mindset. But fuck, when you drill a whole camp for. 12 weeks and it's all wrestling and then you get in there and it's nothing like what you plan for like it's it's gonna be hard for Cannonier. like he, he's more he's quite well rounded but um I think Brunson's gonna do what Gastelum couldn't do he's funny enough like this might even change your mind but Brunson's taller than Cannonier. mm-hmm Brunson's I think yeah, Brunson's just a couple inches isn't there Brunson's, Brunson's like 6'1 or 6'2 and Cannonier's 5'11 five, um, yeah, uh, I think that's right. Yeah, and it, it, it's only only a couple of inches, but it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah, and especially like when you get to the weigh-ins and that, you know, you haven't sort of you haven't eaten right, and it's a big cut for Cannon M, man. The guy fought at heavyweight. Oh man, he's an animal, like <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And he's not. He's no. He's no spring chicken. I mean, thirty-seven. These guys, mm-hmm. you know, these guys. This could be even a. Re- well, I don't want to say it, but. You know, whoever loses this could retire. Brunson's thirty-eight, Cannonier's thirty-seven. You think with a loss here, they're not going to be able to climb their way back to a title within the next oh, two years. You know? not. Like, yeah, 
It's so it's, like it, it, if either of them win it, like they either have a title fight or they're one one fight away from it. Mm. Or if they lose it, then that's mm. pretty much it. So like, yeah, it's pretty much you know keys in the basket kind of shit. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Do or die. Yeah, and I I I agree with you, <laughs> um, which I hate saying, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the winner definitely is, is number one contender for the fight. And I'd like I'd like to see Kennedy and Adesanya, but I think Adesanya pieces them up for five rounds, and um, whereas the Brunson fight, I mean, fuck, it could be a bit more interesting than last time. But mm-hmm. looking at this fight, shit, I think Brunson's output's gonna be a lot bigger over three rounds. Um, Kennedy tends to plod a little bit like in the Gastelum fight wasn't too active not that I mean that was a five round fight and Gastelum's sort of looking a bit fat and chubby <laughs> um, yeah. and was a bit slow and he's had some tough fights in that but yeah I, I think Brunson smothers him he's, he's probably going to be a bit too much for him the cardio I would back Brunson over Kennedy for cardio um Ah, I don't know, Cannonier, look, I was watching his interviews and he, he thinks it's an easy fight for him, whether he's just being a smug to sort of show face in that or whether he really believes that he's just going to be another guy that knocks out Brunson. But the thing that just gets me, it's just, it's three rounds. Whenever it's striker versus grappler, it's, I always lean it in the grappler's favor, you know, because it's, it's easier for a grappler or a wrestler to get a takedown than it is for a striker to land a really clean shot. Um, but yeah, again, Jared could knock him out. Definitely, definitely not the most outrageous thing. But I'm making a hard call. I've got Brunson decision. Um, Ooh, okay. Which is going to be an unpopular opinion, but again, with the wrestling base, um, I think I see it going the distance. Yeah, completely fair, mate. Like, I don't think it's necessarily an unpopular opinion either. Um, I think most people would surely be pretty split on this one. To be fair, like. You know, I definitely respect the case that you're you're giving for for Brunson, um. But I just think that this is the time that the whole voodoo of the blonde Brunson is going to be shut up. That's it, game <laughs> over. Um, and yeah, I I, I think I think Cannonier will win it. Um, we what way? I'm not really sure. I'm thinking like knockout or decision, but I'm gonna say knockout. Mm. Uh, I think you know as we've both said, this is probably one of the last chances to try and get up into yeah. a title fight. So. You know, if it goes one round and Brunson doesn't get the takedown, I think Cannonier will have, will just get the edge maybe in the first round, and then Brunson might get a bit worried, and then I just think I just have a feeling right. I'm just gonna say he's gonna make a mistake, Brunson, mm. and then Cannonier's gonna catch him, and then it's just night and night. His blonde head is gonna hit the canvas, and then that's it. <laughs> Shit. All right, all right, all right. I was just yeah, I was quite impressed with how Brunson looked against Till. Oh, um, 100%, 100%. You know, even against Holland he fucking yeah, destroyed him yeah absolutely I mean at the same time like I was impressed with Ken Nair going the distance with Gastelum for five rounds as well so mm-hmm. yeah anyway the TAB sees it Joe Cannonier big favourite so I'm going against the oh, grain big, on this big one big favourite well he's paying head to head he's $1.52 Brunson's $2.40 so that's I don't know what Jesus. that sort of translates to in terms of like American odds and that but that's yeah. that's a pretty significant. That's better odds than Derek Lewis to beat Taitui Basa. Jesus. Yeah. So. Jesus. Yeah. I didn't take. Well, I don't own bookies, so I don't know what way they want to make their money. So. <laughs> you're, mate, you're a bookie after a few beers. The way you talk about the UFC, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stepping up, not only um, 
the banter, but also the weight division here. Uh, this is going to be a quick night at the office for one of these two gentlemen. Derek the Black Beast Lewis coming in against Taitui Vasa. What, what about this? Rank 3, I think, or rank 4 against rank 11 or 13 or something. This is, I've got big respect for Derek Lewis even taking this fight, to be honest. Oh, 100%. But, like, at the same time, like, Shui Vasa, you know, he's... <laughs> he's been, He's actually making such a name for himself in the last, like, what, couple of years? Yeah. Didn't we have a, a few... We came to UFC, a couple of fights, I think lost them, then got dropped. Yeah, then so he... Then coming back. Yeah, so he, he lost his first... Well, not first. He actually came in, won three fights, and then went on a three-fight losing streak. Um, and a year later, he got re-signed, so... Like, what a re-signing for, like... <laughs> to, you know, to, to get him back in, because, like, fucking... Everyone talks about him doing the shoes and all at the end, and it's just yeah. like pure entertainment. But this is just too serious. I don't think Lewis is that entertaining of a fighter in terms of like, like the way um Ty is. Like he's yeah. like proper. Like he will go and he can. He's actually got a bit about him. Yeah. Like obviously, Lewis has got like the fucking highlight reel. Yeah. And um, I've got I've got it written down somewhere. Writing is terrible. So it's either thirty three or thirty seven combined knockouts. <laughs> I know that's fucking disgusting. I think it's forty three, but wow, that's like Jeez. that's a lot. Like there's just no way it's going past probably the first ten seconds. Yeah, <laughs> but no. I I just hope that um, do you know the way Ingano and Lewis went? Like mm. that's what I don't want to happen. But I just think the way Tuivasa is that it's not it's not going to go like that. Nah, like, fuck he, he, he 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 he's not going to be like fuck. I'm going in. Like he's not yeah. going to stand back waiting. So. Oh, Un- it's so exciting. Unless... <laughs> unless tied to Ivasa kicks the living shit out of his legs and Derek has no choice but to grapple. But, um, And that's... Ty has some pretty fucking nasty leg kicks, bro. Oh, big time, man. He's got, like, serious leg kicks. Yeah. I, you- I didn't even think about that being, like, an outcome because, yeah. you know, as, like... You know, like, Derek Lewis is kind of static, but then yeah. he just... Bang. So, like... Yeah, I think if he, if Ty was to utilize the leg kicks, that that's great. Shit. Um, that could yeah. be like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, it's obviously not going to win him the fight, but it's going to be, if you're Ty, you're sitting somewhere now, nine o'clock in the evening, kicking the shit out of a heavy bag, like right on the bottom section of it, just to condition your legs and get used to throwing that kick. But yeah, the leg kicks from Ty looked really good against um, Augusto Sakai in his last fight, and that was only in December. Like these guys have both taken fights off within six months of their last fight, which I, you know, Derek Lewis starched Chris Dorcas pretty badly, um, yeah. and then Ty knocked the living shit out of Sakai. Like that was a really impressive knockout. Like it was like a a left hook, right hook, and then straight down the middle, which and that just sunk him. But I mean, yeah, fuck. So who are you picking? <laughs> Let's cut cut to the cut to the skinny. Oh man. <sighs> Like yeah, that's gonna go for to to Ivasa, mate. I think. What? Yeah, I think no matter what way it goes, um, I just I I I have a feeling right. Lewis will get he get at least one chance to crack him. Yeah. But I, I just have a feeling that to Ivasa will either ride the ride the wave, or um, it's just not gonna phase him as much as Lewis thinks it will. Yeah. And yeah, I can just see to Ivasa, mate. I think he's just gonna take it. I've, I've got. Don't know what it is that's telling me that, but shit. 
you, you obviously disagree. So yes, he never uh, gets back into the, the normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now where he's normally yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to go and buy a lottery ticket and make sure the universe is not aligning. But um, yeah, and I've got I've got some interesting thoughts on this one. Like Derek Lewis, this is the first thing that came to my mind. Anyway, like his last four fights have been against people that are so different to what Ty brings to the table. Like, Ty's a banger. He's in there to dogfight and scrap it out in a phone booth. Like, move forward until one of them goes home in a body bag. And Derek's last sort of four have been against quite technical, like, striking heavy, you know, with Garn, wrestling heavy with Blades. um, And and Chris Dorcas is quite technical and good on the ground as well. So And then Olenek before that, I mean, he's quite well-rounded. So... I think, yeah, I don't know. Like, Ty's just had four fights that have just been banger after banger after banger. Yeah. You know, he goes in there and he has one objective. <laughs> to <laughs> put the lights out and do a shoey. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he's, he's, I think he's going to walk in unafraid. You know, he's, he knows that that's what he's bringing to the table and he's confident in his game. He's happy to take a shot to give a shot. Um, and, he's, yeah, again, he's, he's had four punching like straight up just bangers in a row like you know he could catch Derek Lewis off guard and and Derek can be we've seen him gun shy against Nganu although it was a while ago against Cyril Garn who's way too patient um and he's you're right he's always waiting for that one opening to launch and, and crack it and Derek could quite easily get clipped being so patient you know especially if he's chipping away ties chipping away at the legs and um and maybe even scoring on him, getting him quite frustrated and, you know, trying to go to the body with knees and, and the clinch and that. But that's a good argument for that to happen. But then on the other side, I mean, fuck, it's Derek Lewis. <laughs> yeah. it, takes, well, the, it, it takes one shot. I get that. But to be honest, I, I told you I was swayed at this one. But as soon as you kind of brought up the leg kick and I thought about it, like, I can see that playing a big factor, I think. You know, like... Um, Tui Vassa is a lot lighter on his feet like he's a lot more agile than, than Lewis kind of goes around Right. so like the way I see it happening I just think that he'll, he'll throw a few leg kicks he'll slow him down even more and he'll just have his way with him do you know like I, I'm, I've done it yeah that's it Tui Vassa <laughs> I, 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 I did have a weird feeling about this fight as well but I think yeah no I think Ty's gonna go to sleep on this one and then Derek Lewis out of nowhere does a shoey <laughs> my balls was hot yeah my balls was hot mate um, oh, purely because yeah Ty he's just he's not gun shy he's happy to give a shot and take a shot and I think the shots coming back down the pipe are going to be a lot harder than when he's been hit before like he got clocked pretty solidly in that Greg Hardy fight um, yes props to him he, he fought that adversity and managed to clip him at the same time and finish with the ground and pound um, which made me really happy because Greg Hardy talked a lot of shit but yeah. I, yeah I don't see I think Derek's just that next step up in terms of heavy hitters and that sort of next level of the echelon of the heavyweight division not that he's technical at all but I think they're sort of on that same level that same fight IQ of right I've got to go in there and wait for my shot to sort of put him to sleep and that's my only way of victory um, but yeah I mean look we've seen Derek Lewis go three rounds before it could happen um, but if it does I guess I've I've got to give you my car <laughs> <laughs> so final call I'm going Derek Lewis by KO, KO. Um, 
inside the first round. So there you go. I ended up disagreeing with you. <laughs> hey. Okay. Regular, mate. Regular. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll say Tui Vasa is going to be having a Shui Vasa Ooh. after about three, about three minutes oh, into three the first minutes. round. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah, it'd be surprising to see if it made it out of the first or the second. Um, yeah, I'd think there's no way. But it, it's yeah. going to be sad to... to well, from where I'm sitting, it'll be sad not to see him do a shoey because he's on a huge hype train, you know, and and he's right in the wave, like you said. And I'd love to see it continue because there's some really epic fights to make at heavyweight if he does win this one, because that'll probably put him at like number five or number six. A hundred, hundred percent. What did you say he was? Sorry, eleven was it? Um, let me confirm. I think eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's number eleven. Yeah, yeah. He'd definitely be like five or six, whatever. Yeah. So interesting because there, there is so many fights to make there because like especially with, like with Wigana losing yeah like then you've got oh fuck man it's, yeah, it's, it's I mean you got Volkov fighting Chris, um, Chris Aspinall the, the pommy guy is that his name mm. Aspinall he's fucking entertaining to watch he's sort of that new breed of grappler heavyweight smaller almost like sort of Daniel Cormier style he, he'd be really cool to see against one of these big boys um and there's a couple of other sort of lingerers in that division as well. Rosenstrike, Curtis Blades. Yeah, uh, what's the name of that? The other Egypt, um, John Jones. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So give him Stepe. Give fucking John Jones Stepe and let him be done with it. Stepe will merc, merc him and then John Jones retires. Happy days. I want to see Gan- or, um, and Ganu just knock him out, get it over, done with, shut the shit up. Yeah, I think you've got then, to run. I think you've got to run and Ganu and Stepe back now. Yeah, fair. Yeah, no, actually, that, that, yeah. that's very fair. Yeah, yeah, but just just let um let Jones go down and fight Adesanya. Adesanya can school <laughs> him and send him home. Fucking send him packing the coke. All right. Speaking of, man, I was gonna. I was, you took the words right out of my mouth. You fucking thief. <laughs> Israel, the last style Ooh. bender is about to style bend Whitaker's face. <laughs> I think these guys have both evolved so much since the last time they fought. Like one hundred percent. So happy for Whitaker to get a pretty sick win over Till, a solid performance against Cannonier, um, and then to weather the storm for Gaston. Those are three hard fights. Really, really oh, tough fights. Really, time. really physical fights. Robert Whitaker's pretty small for a middleweight. Um, and Adesanya in person, as you you know, you train at City Kickboxing, you might have seen him, but people forget how big he is until you're looking at him. Robert Whitaker's six foot ish, five eleven maybe. Adesanya's six four. Yeah. When you're staring at him at the weigh-ins, you know, and you go, "Fuck, that's right." I remember how how big this guy is. There's a reason none of these guys can take him down and hold him down on the ground, except for Jan. Yeah. You know, Jan would have come into that fight at probably like what 220 pounds. Yeah, he had a, a massive like weight advantage. Yeah, like especially after refueling and rehydrating. You know, those mm-hmm. those fucking Eastern Europeans, they're big lads, and then Izzy would have come in at like what 190, 195 maybe. And Whitaker sort of said that he knows the game plan now, but fuck, man, it's the same game plan all of these guys have been trying to do to Izzy. Vittori tried they, the same they all, thing. They all say it. Yeah. 
Branson. Oh, it's fucking bollocks. They all, they all, what was, oh, I can't remember. They, they, they've now seen the blueprint yeah. of what they need to beat him. Fuck off. Yeah. Bl- blueprint my arse. They've got no fucking idea. <laughs> Honestly, it's just, it's literally comedy. Yeah, right. You have to, like, kind of, um, you know, I suppose they have to think these kind of things, don't they? Yeah, you've got to you, sort of bet yourself. They didn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the rear, I, yeah, I, really, I really can't make too much of an argument for this, but say the Reaper moves forward and his cardio is insane and it's out the gate, he has to go first and he has to go forward and he has to initiate and try and take down Adesanya, you know? Like, let's have a look at his takedown accuracy takedown accuracy sort of goes out the window when you're fighting Adesanya but what are we looking at here grappling takedown average takedown actually 34% I mean fuck it's it's not great and you'd you'd think that would have to be the game plan right to go in there and he's got to go forward and try and wrestle and 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 do that but once as he gets in his flow and he gets sweaty and I I just I just can't see him catching him or, or landing more than like one or two takedowns yeah, I, I agree, mate. It's like, you know, I, I seen a video of Whitaker saying, like, he was too emotionally invested in the last fight. He was, like, fighting, yeah. you know, if he's out of in his head and stuff. You know, f- fair enough, that happens. Yeah, but um, he said, I'm not calmer this time. I'm not going to, you know, go flying in with stuff. But, like, if you don't go flying in with stuff and you, you stand back, you're just playing into Adesanya's game Literally. also. Like, a- an- anything on the feet, anything. Um, and it's, it's basically Adesanya's game. Like there's no one Literally. that can even even go anywhere close to it. So yeah, if he doesn't go for the takedowns, um, he's fucked. And it, he has to do it in the first round or two because, mm. as you said, if he gets sweaty, um, that's you know. But like, the thing is, like the reason Jan had so much success is because the weight difference. Yeah. So when he got him down, like it's a lot easier to hold him down. Um. So like, who took down Izzy before? Was it a uh, Vittori? Like for like a couple of seconds. I think he landed three in the second fight, but he didn't do anything yeah. with them, really. Yeah, exactly. And he just, you know, was down and then eventually got back up. Like, there was nothing really to it. Yeah. Um, And I think that Jan had him underground. He had the weight difference. So he, like, he literally lied on him, pressured him, yeah. used his weight. But, like, if you haven't got that weight, like, I, I think Izzy hasn't been seen enough on the ground to, like, mm. make a full, like, you know. Yeah. So, it's, Wigger's definitely going to go there, without a doubt. But, um, yeah, if it's not in the first couple of rounds, then he's just not going to have a chance, mate. Yeah, and the, th- the other thing about Jan is that the reason his ground game was so successful is because he's literally known for nuclear bombs in his fucking hands. Like, <laughs> as he took the lesser of two evils, you know, like instead of sort of trying to stand and strike with him for the running the risk of catching that Polish power and getting clapped and getting put to sleep, you know, he ha- sort of has to play lighter on the front foot and, and heavier on the back foot which makes you more you know more evasive and stuff for those hands but it also makes you more prone for the takedowns as well yeah um, and that, that they did fight in quite a the smaller um apex octagon as well so that didn't play um in favor it's i mean it's not it's like 13 by 13 as opposed to 16 by 16 i think but it's not like a huge difference but when you're fighting a fucking light heavyweight <laughs> you know <laughs> the size of a heavyweight yeah, <laughs> it's it's you know the the takedowns were sort of inevitable for that, but yeah, no, I, I agree, mate. I think Whitaker's going to try, um, and and do the takedown thing. 
his fight IQ is not as high as Israel Adesanya. As he adapts and changes his game plan and switches between the stances, like you said at the start, they're really fluidly. And before you know it, you're catching a, a leg kick on your left side and then a head kick on your right side, you know? Um, yeah. So it would be smart for Robert Whitaker to... Maybe he gets his takedowns from the clinch, you know? Maybe he tries to back him up and put him against the against the octagon like Vittori did. Maybe that could be something <laughs> that he could sort of go towards. But even then, he's going to expose a lot of energy trying to take Adesanya down again. These guys don't sort of... They forget how big he is until they're trying to take him down. And he's he mm-hmm. is strong, you know? Although he might look too skinny, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's definitely... The, he's got that power. Yeah. That's the thing that annoys me with a lot of people saying that the only way to beat him now is by taking him down, but you're putting that comparison into like a heavyweight. Like, yeah. you know, it's just... It, it's a light of weight, right? It just doesn't make any sense because it's it's so different now that they're fighting at this weight. So like, you know, yes, he he, he might take him down, but it's just it's it's not the same. It's yeah. like it's like chalk and cheese, really, in in a sense. But because like, I think Whitaker he needs to go and pressure him. But if he, mm. you know, the way Vittori did, but what, how did Vittori do? Not not really fucking too well. He just pressured him and Izzy just eluded him and. He, He's just too elusive, mate. Honestly, yeah. it's like it's like it's like playing a game. That's what it's like. It's like playing UFC. Like he's like that player that you you make and you put all of the stats up to ninety nine, yeah. and then it's like you know, is it, that's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the cheat codes or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree, mate. Look, it's yeah. I don't know. Like Whitaker's worked hard to get back to this point, but that's it's that end game, that final boss. You know, it's that sort of make or break. Like, I, I really don't see Whitaker catching him. Although, again, like I'm going in circles, but I've, I've appreciated his performances in his last couple of fights since fighting Israel. But yeah. I, I see him. I see it in the same way. You know, even if he does sort of not throw those big looping shots and heavy head kicks and stuff against Izzy, I still see Izzy sort of finding a way to knock him out. Yeah. Agreed, mate. Like all, all due respect to Whitaker. Hundred percent. Like some some really good fights previously, but as you said, he's he's just getting to that that boss level now, where you know you just you're not meant to win it. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So and the, you you said Whitaker, did you? To win? <laughs> hey. now, this is recording, mate. I'm going to testify to that in court. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's um it's a hell of a main event, and it's been coming for a while. Like you know the. The last fight against Vittori, props to Izzy for even taking that fight. He could cherry-pick this division, mate, but he takes him. He's happy to lap them um, yeah. and take the paychecks. So, yeah, this is. I think this is the most threatening fight in the top five at the moment. I think there's some good up-and-comers in the middleweight division. That Alex Pereira, um, who starched um, Izzy in kickboxing and knocked him out. I think it's going to be interesting to watch his career with the UFC with intent. Um and see how he evolves as a fighter and a striker, not just a kickboxer. Um, and I'd love to see that rematch somewhere down the track. But until then, I think Izzy's going to run and dance over this division, and then maybe what I doubt he goes up to, um, you know, I doubt he, he has a fight with Usman anytime soon, although that would be a fight to see. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking hell. But I think he's... a little tickle in the stomach there. Butterflies, <laughs> eh? <laughs> um... <laughs> But it's gonna be interesting, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing Izzy's swagger. It's always a, a pleasure watching him fight um, and being mesmer- mesmerized by his his uh, fighting ability and 
and the way he thinks and switches and, and punches and every move is so calculated and now that he's been working on his cardio so hard that you know that was the closest thing he's had to a loss outside of Blakovic was when he fought Gastelum for the interim title or whatever it was since then he's you know he's doing these big runs up the worst hills in New Zealand he's holding his breath underwater for two minutes 50 seconds like I see that he's I've had people come up to me in conversations and be you know casuals like us and they'll sort of be like oh Adesanya man he's overrated you know he's got no ground game and people can just take him down and and yarn bleed him beat him and he's too complacent as the champion and I'm going mate he's still hungry as fuck just because he's got his eyes set on other things outside the UFC doesn't mean that when it's time to lock that cage he is not 110% committed to putting his opponent you know to sleep yeah, now when people say stuff like that, that that makes me feel a lot less like a casual. You know that? <laughs> Fucking hell! We might have to give you your blue belt then, <laughs> if you can take it from Wait, me. Yeah. Nah. And everyone's entitled to their opinion, I suppose. Oh, that's it. They're not going to be fucking useful opinions. Fuck off. <laughs> that's Christ. it. I kind of just sip my beer and and uh, acknowledge <laughs> acknowledge their opinion. You know. Acknowledge, yeah, with a fucking wink at the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just say, that's a really good opinion, bro. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> All right, so let's recap it real quick. I've got Bobby Green, decision. The Kyla, Kyla Phillips, submission. Ooh. Derek Ooh, Brunson, okay. decision. decision. Derek Lewis, knockout. Oh. And Adesanya KO. Yeah, all right, fair. And you went... Bobby Green decision. Oh, yes. You went Kyla Phillips knockout. No, you didn't. You went decision. Yes, funnily enough. (laughs) (laughs) You went Cannoneer KO. Yes. You went Taito Ivasa KO. Oh, God, yes. And then you went Israel Adesanya submission. (laughs) hey oh i fucking love that hey i love it hey hey man wouldn't that shut off the casuals wouldn't it (laughs) he's got no ground game bro you know (laughs) (laughs) just goes out there and flying arm bars him or something (laughs) no it's very like solid 100 percent, mate and then obviously the main thing um three nil to city keep boxing easy yo, Take it home. yo let's go blood diamonds debut he's got a tough fight um and carlos has got a lot to prove in that second one as well but the way that those guys are training in cardio mate it makes usain bolt look like a casual so 100 and ulberg was like unlucky in the first time remember that we watched yeah. that fight remember yeah i don't know what kind of a head that fella had he was oh, fighting it was like a cylinder block it was just <laughs> fucking <laughs> it's like a fire hydrant <laughs> Carlos just punch, punched himself out and oh, yeah. bless but no yeah I'm really looking forward to this card man there's so many fights to watch out for I'm going to watch the, the whole thing start to finish I think Matt Schnell is always a good watch um, William Knight the nightmare huge guy huge guy um, Casey O'Neill she's entertaining as well She's, I think she's an Aussie as well um, or she, she, I'm pretty sure you're right yeah yeah um, yeah Blood Diamond Carla Phillips D. Lewis, tied to Ivasa, fuck. I'm excited. I'm going to go to sleep now. I'm going to hibernate for a week in a bit. <laughs> Love it. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us again. This is MMA Casual signing off. Episode four. I can't believe it's been four episodes already, Steve. 
I know, mate, I know. And, you know, let's get plenty more in. Some yeah. good fights coming up, mate, but hey, absolute pleasure once again. Fucking love that. Thank you very much, Steve. Looking forward to the rest of the cards in February as well. There's some big ones coming up. Um, and we've got an exciting year for UFC. All right, let's take it. Let's take it out of here, guys. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic long weekend. Enjoy your Waitangi Day, Steve. And I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that?